Hey loves, it's your girl Vina. Grab your wine glasses, grab your cups, sit back and get ready because I'm about to serve some juice. Hey, hey guys, it's your girl Vina. This is part two to the last story that you heard in the last episode. So let's get into this juice. Okay, now that I confronted him and we had a whole, you know, thing about it. You know, I thought this was it, right? No, 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 no. This is not the end. He still continued to see her. But, you know, like he told me, master manipulator, he never said that he wasn't going to. And he's right. He never said that. He was going to stop seeing her. We just had to talk about it. He never explicitly said, all right, I'm done. I'm not going to see her anymore. Yeah, I'm going to stop. I just assumed that he would stop seeing her once I knew about it. But he didn't. I mean, he even sent her flowers and chocolates to apologize because of me. And he knew that would bother me because I love flowers, right? I love getting flowers. And I really like chocolates. It was... um. Like chocolates and stuff from like an edible arrangement type thing. I really like those things. He would always give me flowers all the time. Like I would I would always have flowers. That really bothered me. Because she posted it on her Facebook. Her boo, her baby. Now why am I on her Facebook? I don't know. So this is her boyfriend. But I'm his girlfriend. So it was like we're sharing this one man. And I know but I don't know. I remember one time... He was lying and saying that he had a gig and that he was going to Jersey. But for some reason, he was sharing his location with me. I don't even know how that ended up being the case, right? Because he would never do something so so dumb as to share his location, right? And he told me he was at one place, but he wasn't because I popped up to where he was at. I knew exactly where it was because I had been there before. When I got there, I proceeded to have a bunch of drinks and I'm eating and I'm watching him. And he finally sees me. And I'm pissed, you guys. I am livid because I know that he was doing something. I don't know with who. And we end up leaving. And I'm like, wow, so, you know, you had a gig in Jersey, but here you are in Harlem. Cool, cool. We're sitting in the car and we're arguing over this. So he sees his text and punches me in the face. And he thought I was being disloyal because he saw me talking to a friend that wasn't his friend anymore not talking to him like that guys like we were just cool with each other i'm actually talking to him about drummer bay but i'm kind of drunk because i was mad and i can't even protect myself i think i was so angry with myself at that point that i couldn't even protect myself from getting hit and i'm just there crying and then end up kind of just sleeping it off so all of this like we're still together He's cheating on me with Shantae. He has his anger problem and just flies off and punches me in the face. I won't say that this was a frequent thing, but one time is too many, right? Domestic violence is never okay. I stayed with him for so long, being a good girlfriend, being stupid, hiding so much of what was going on in my life because I was ashamed. This is definitely a hard episode for me to get through. But I do think it's worth telling because I know I'm not the only woman who has gone through this. I was ashamed to tell anyone because I knew 
people would judge me about why was I still with him. I knew why I shouldn't be with him. All the red flags were there. They weren't even red flags. They were like huge ass stop signs like, no, do not pass go. Don't, you know, collect $100. And I know there's other women probably right now going through the same thing, right? You're not telling your family. You're not telling your friends. I think the only person who knew, shout out to my best friend. You know, she knows who she is. She was probably the only person who knew even a bit of what I was going through. And when I finally told her what was happening between me and Jemma Bay and the times that he had hit me and how I was covering up bruises with makeup because it's summertime and, you know, anybody who knows me knows how I like to dress, right? I'm out here trying to be cute. But, you know, it's hard to be cute out in these streets and you got bruises on you that you can't say, oh, you know, I just fell down or I knocked myself on the dresser. You can't just explain it away. So I got to cover it up with makeup. She was a good friend because even though she knew, duh, Kavina, you should leave him. People only leave when they want to leave. Right? Nobody can make you leave. There's plenty of times when I've thought, yo, my best friend do not need to be with her man and F him. She needs to go. She could do better. Right? But guess what? If she's happy in a relationship, that ain't my relationship. She, I ain't fucking him. She got to deal with that. Right? Nobody else was dealing with drama bay. That was, for me, that was my cross to bear. That's what I chose to do. So as much as anyone listening who's a friend, an associate, a family member, a work friend, whoever, and wondering, wow, why didn't you tell us? We could have helped you. I was ashamed. And maybe you couldn't have helped me because I would have had needed to seriously been ready to leave. And I honestly, I just didn't know how to leave him. And I put so much of myself into this relationship, like I said. And I loved this man, but he wasn't always loving me right. But domestic violence is never okay because I never hit him first. Every time he hit me, it was because he was angry about something. And then he would hit me more because I would fight back. Because somehow, me fighting back was wrong. But we would always make up and it would just get swept under the rug. Now, I ended up going to counseling because my self-esteem at this point was really just in the garbage. As fly as I think I am today, and I would say that my self-esteem is probably is pretty high. At this point, my self-esteem was really low. So, you know, now guys... We're in good old 2018. Doesn't that seem like a world's away from the shitstorm that 2020 was? Uh, there's no more Shantae. You know, he finally stopped, actually stopped messing with her. Shantae doesn't want to have anything to do with him. And, you know, she really thought she had like a whole relationship with him. And her feelings were hurt. You know, of course, sis didn't really know him. Because Jumbo Bay is a liar, you know. <laughs> so, you know something I forgot to mention, guys? There is a six-year age difference between me and Drummer Bay. I am his senior. I am the older one, right? Six years. I did not know this going into this. Because, you see, he lied about his age, right? At the beginning, I thought he was closer to my age with only, like, a two-year difference, 
only to find out later on when I'm already deeply involved with him that it's a six-year difference. I honestly think had I known from the get-go how young he was, I would have never even involved myself with him. Six years? Six years? That is a long time. That is a big age gap. Shoot, me and my sister have five-year age difference, and it has taken us quite some time for us to get to the closeness level that we are now. So can you only imagine dating someone and being in a relationship with someone who is that much younger than you? Now, I know men do it all the time. They will date younger than them. And I think when it comes to if a man is older and a woman is younger, it could be okay, right? It can work in their favor. And usually, not all the time, usually women are mature enough. But most of the time, women are not dating men that are that much younger than them. And if they are, it does, It usually doesn't work out um, or they just see them as a plaything. You know, it's something sexual, but not something to have a deep relationship with. Not to say that there aren't couples out here that have big age gaps and it's not working. It's just not always what women gravitate towards. I know definitely for women, it's not something that we gravitate towards getting with a guy that's younger than us. If it happens and it works, then okay, great. But we're never usually looking for a man <laughs> that is younger than us. Uh, there's no more Shantae. My self-esteem is shitty now. Therapy is helping. I'm struggling to stay in this relationship because he and I are not communicating well. I don't I can't even tell you the little stuff we would argue about. I think arguments with him definitely pushed me to a place that I didn't like about myself. Being producer may never argue. I know a lot of people will say they don't argue with their boyfriends, but he and I really never argue. And that's something that I love about our relationship. That even if I think we kind of have a disagreement, it's never that bad. Like, we're always able to talk about it and move on. I don't even want to see what that looks like. I don't know. I don't want to see what he's like when he's angry. <laughs> and he's so he's so calm and cool and collected, right? Producer Bay is so chill, which don't worry. He will have his own episode soon enough. We, we still got a lot of frogs to get through before we get to Producer Bay. I didn't like who I was when I would argue with Drummer Bay and how upset I would, he would make me. Drummer Bay, he has a way about him that he could be nasty. He knows the stuff that really gets to me. He knows I'm very emotional. He knows the things that will hurt my feelings. He has not shied away from using some of those things in arguments. I mean, we already didn't have the best relationship. I mean, from the outside looking in, people probably thought like, oh, we were really this really happy couple, da da da. I wasn't the same after this stuff with Shantae. Yo, my coochie didn't even get wet the same afterwards, right? Like, let, let me take break it down and take it there. I didn't even get wet the same. And I loved having sex with him because my body was just kind of like, what the fuck are you doing? We're not trying to give him pussy. <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, I want to do it. Pussy's like, nope, we're good. Like, try something else. This, this ain't it. This is somebody who, like, really likes to have sex. And at this point, I'm, I'm pretty sure he wasn't fucking nobody else. That it was just me. 
he would get upset because I wouldn't initiate sex. I would say that I was probably lazy in that way. That I almost never initiated sex with him. But I think it's because he did it so much. So I became like way too comfortable in that. He was always the initiator. So I just was like, I don't got to because you're always doing it. So I didn't initiate sex. I mean, he would bring it up. And so I would try. But sometimes I would never feel like it's enough. Or he wouldn't understand why I just would not be into it. Why I could go weeks without having sex. I don't want to go weeks without having sex now. Like, I'm always trying to get it. <laughs> like, if I'm going weeks without having sex, like, I better be going, like, for some work stuff or something, right? <laughs> but with Drama Bay at this time, I just was not really into it. A lot of it had to do with well, because of the way our relationship was going. I mean, eventually it kind of felt like it was getting better, but it wasn't always the best. So I really had to commit to my therapy to move past that. He never wanted to go to therapy with me. I really think that we need to seek therapy together because I didn't do this by myself. You are the one who carried on this relationship with someone else. And now this is the side effects. But he never thought... What type of woman would Kavina turn out to be because I'm doing this to her? How would this affect her? What would she be like emotionally? How would she treat herself physically? What? How would this change our relationship together? He was only concerned with like getting his vengeance, right? At this point, some of y'all know I am not a go-with-the-flow type of woman, no, I am very particular of how I govern my relationships. Either you my friend or we're dating or you my man, right? And if you my man is because you're saying, I want you to be my girlfriend. Producer Bay asked me to be his girlfriend. Other relationships I had, they asked me to be their girlfriend. With Drummer Bay, it was kind of foggy on that. And usually I'm not like that. The, just the, the toxicness of our relationship of why I allowed that. Drummer Bay is kind of low-key living with me because he slowly moved in to my house, right? Although that's not what we discussed. So we spoke about whether or not we wanted to live with each other and what that would look like and at what point would our relationship get to that. We had this talk, right? So there's nothing left to chance of, eh, maybe eventually we do it. No, no, no. We spoke about it. He said... He did not want to live with someone until he knew that he was going to be close to getting married. So I said, okay, I am perfectly fine with that because I still wanted to get married. Even today, I still desire marriage, right? So I was okay with that. So with him kind of low-key moving in, I was not okay with that. Even though I enjoyed him being here with me and having him in my space, at the same time, he would get on my nerve. And because we having issues, I would feel like, God, I can't get the fuck away. Like, you always here. I turn around, I come home from work, boom, there you go. You come home from work, bam, there he is. That God, I just can't get away from your ass. Ugh, look at you looking like you. <laughs> I, just want, I just want you to go. And that's when I realized, like, yo... This dude live here. <laughs> like, this is his house, too. Like, he got a key. Every time he comes, he bringing a new bag of stuff. He got sneakers lined up underneath my bed. He got a drawer. Now, I don't mind a person having a drawer, right? Because Producer Bay, he got, he got a spot in my closet, right? 
y'all can see my closet my closet has like <laughs> the most stuff he could have more space but that means he got to spend more time over at my house so he want more space he need to like i don't know step his game up not saying he don't spend time so don't y'all start the rumors like oh snap producer bay not spending time with kavina we we will have to see address that in the future if producer bay gets more space in the closet drummer bay had a shitload of stuff in my house and this is not what we discussed. And especially because, yo, he was not paying my rent. First of all, your girl ain't the 50-50 woman, okay? Deaf to that bullshit. So we weren't even going 50-50. I was paying my bills, right? This was not the time of, oh, my ankle's broken and he holding me down. Nah. I mean, I'm working. I'm going to school full time. I'm taking care of my kids. I'm on my grind. I'm really just, now I'm starting to get tired of drummer bay. So one day... Guys, I discovered that there is some money missing from my bank account. Now, your girl is very funny about money. And what made me like this is because of the shenanigans of my first husband. You know what? When I say it like that, it sounds like I had more than one husband, right? <laughs> but I only had one husband, guys. Um, but, you know, somebody will be smart enough one day to, you know, and put a ring on it. My first husband made me really funny about money because he lied and stole from me and mismanaged some money when I was on a work trip. So after that and then different things that happen in future relationships. Yo, just a PSA for you guys, right? If y'all ever hear some craziness in my background, it's the loud ass neighbors and producer Bay's building, right? Who live above us. I call them the elephants because they so goddamn loud. As far as I know, there's only four people that live in there and they make the most noise. Cause you know, your girl has not invested money into using an actual studio space yet. Producer Bay, he's rigged up all kinds of stuff so that I could record. But geez Louise, your girl's funny about money. Can't help it, it is what it is. And I discovered that I'm missing some money from my bank account. So that, and plus I needed some space. You know, I'm already feeling kind of, ugh. You see, I suspect that it's Drummer Bay. But of course I know he'll never admit it. And even if it wasn't him, the fact that I even think that it's him, I know that's a problem, right? So the fact that I even think that it's him bothers me. And I know, nah, this is not good. I really need to make a change. I'm discussing this with him and I'm trying to go about it in the lightest way possible to not make it seem like I'm just accusing him of, hey, I know you sold this money because I knew the conversation wouldn't go well if I did that. Now, of course, you know, your girl did her whole background check about it. I called the bank. I'm looking at the transactions. I pull up the address on Google Maps. I'm looking at it, physically looking at the store in the area where this money was taken. And I know my ass wasn't over there. Hmm. This happened in Queens. I don't live in Queens, but Jumbo Bay is supposed to live in Queens. This is suspicious. I'm discussing this with him. And I let him know that, you know, I just really need some space. And I think he should go back home. I just need some time to myself just to think without him being all up in my space. I'm thinking, okay, the conversation is going well because he said, okay, 
And I get up and I go into the bedroom. He comes into the bedroom to follow me to talk because, of course, he's not okay with it. He hits me. I had a cut on my eye from that. You're hitting me and I don't want to be hit. And now I have to hit you back. Because if I don't hit you back, what am I going to do? Ball up and lay down and get hit? I got choked out on the floor to the point where I, where I passed out. That is a scary feeling when you pass out from someone choking you. You know, we always see it in a movie and be like, oh, snap. And, you know, the camera never shows you when they come back to fight. They just show the person they fight in. They choke them out. You know, the person is usually fighting back. So keep that in your mind for a second. When you see someone getting choked out in a movie and they're fighting back, trying to get the person to stop, they're clawing at their hands, they're hitting their arms, they're trying to hit them in the face, but their body is getting weaker because they're losing oxygen and there's nothing that they could do because they're in a compromising position and the person is stronger than them. And that was me. Then laid out on the ground and it feels like it's a long time. But at the same time, it feels like it happened so fast because the next thing I know, I'm up again. I'm like enraged because I want to fight back and I'm crying and I'm screaming and I'm telling him to get out. And he runs to leave because he knows this time I'm actually calling the cops on him. No other time did I ever call the police on him. I just sucked it up and I tucked it away. But this time, I was finally ready to tell someone else what was happening to me. That was really the final straw for me. We all think that we know what exactly we will put up with and what we won't put up with. This relationship pushed me to my limits and definitely showed me what I didn't want. This last fight that we had with each other. And you know, many times afterwards, I would always sit and wonder, how long would I have stayed with him, how much more possible and emotional damage would I end up with had we not gotten into that altercation? I don't know. But again, anyone who is dealing with domestic violence, please don't be afraid to tell. I know it's hard. I know you're worried about being judged, but there's always somebody in your life who you can turn to. For me, it was my best friend. There's, some, there's always somebody that you could tell. You don't have to tell the world. But don't deal with it by yourself. Do what you need to do to get out of it. Because no one deserves to go through that. And then see counseling. Because you won't be okay just thinking, okay, I'm good. I'm not going through it anymore. I'm fine. You won't be fine until you talk to someone and you properly deal with it. Well, with that being said, this episode has come to an end. Make sure to like and subscribe. Share your thoughts on Instagram. Send me those DMs. I can be found at Her Juice is Their Religion. Until next time, catch you on the next serving.